We're going to welcome Farah Hancock into the uh, studio now uh, to talk about the Therapeutic Products Act. Uh, kia ora, Farah. Kia ora. Now, sitting at number 47 of, it was well down the list, isn't it, on the 49 things in the government's 100-day plan is beginning work to repeal the Therapeutic Products Act. It was part of the New Zealand First and Act Party's coalition agreements with uh, sorry, National Party's coalition agreements with New Zealand First uh, in particular and has had a very long and interesting history with uh, attempts to regulate natural health products like vitamins and supplements, which will all fall under this act. So what is it about Winston Peters and the natural health products industry? Uh, Farah is here now to tell us about this. So uh, kia ora Farah, how many times has New Zealand First actually been involved in well, what have been failed attempts to regulate natural health products? Well, if you listen to Winston Peters during the campaign or saw ads from the Natural Health Alliance, you would have heard um, it said that he stopped regulation in 2007 and 2017 and repealing the Therapeutics Products Act was part of what he was campaigning on, the party was campaigning on in 2023. So this is part of the coalition agreement. And even though these rules don't kick in until September 2026, there's a bit of a rush on repealing it. It's sitting in the government's 100-day plan. So obviously a priority uh, for some. What exactly, can we go back to starters, what exactly is the Therapeutic Products Act? It's quite a, a broad act. It covers a big range of things from medicines to medical devices, but it also covers natural health products. And, and why is it up for repeal? Well, part of the natural health product sector, mainly importers, they really don't like this act. Firstly, they say vitamins and supplements shouldn't be regulated in a similar way to medicines. They say they're low risk. And they would like to have them regulated under the Food Act. So basically, they think it's a really heavy-handed approach. Secondly, these products would need to be registered. And with that registration comes an annual fee. Now, they say this will add a lot of cost, and that cost could put some smaller players out of the market. Okay, so that is the industry view. What are other views on this? Well, that was part of the industry. There's a second part of the industry, which are more uh, manufacturers and exporters, and they're really keen for a certain part of the act, which would allow them to make evidence-based health claims on their, about their products. So they say um, that if they could do this, they could earn another $500 million a year in exports. And they've been pushing to make um, to be able to make evidence-based health claims since about 2003. OK, uh, back to New Zealand first. Winston Peters says he has stopped the legislation before. So what is the history there? In the early 2000s, there was an attempt to create a trans-Tasman agency. So New Zealand first actually opposed this to begin with. But after there were a few changes, the party ended up supporting the bill to the select committee. Now, at this point, it really struggled. Two independent MPs decided not to support it. And New Zealand First even suggested an additional amendment in an attempt to get it over the line. Okay. But that didn't work. It failed. It was shelved for not enough support. Okay. What about in 2017? There was an, another attempt to regulate natural health products with a bill that was introduced in about 2011. And again, New Zealand First initially supported the bill. But in a press release in 2017, it was still going on, it was quite a long process, Peter said the party had looked into it more and wouldn't be supporting it. And it vanished from the order paper when New Zealand First formed a coalition with Labour in 2017.
And now it's been revealed the New Zealand First Foundation received donations from people in the industry. Yes, there was a court case from um, about the New Zealand First Foundation's donations, and in that we learned that about $26,000 was received from industry players between 2017 and 2018. And all of them sort of said that part of the reason they donated was wanting to stop this regulation. Okay, what about this election? Yeah, Winston has again, Winston Peters and New Zealand First, has again enjoyed the support of the industry. In May, he was invited to a meeting put on by uh, the part of the industry which doesn't want the regulation. They then decided to support New Zealand First and they ran several full-page newspaper advertisements sort of saying, look, if you don't want this to happen, vote New Zealand First. And then, as we saw, New Zealand First went from 2.6% of the party vote in 2020 to 6% this year. And we did ask, RNZ did ask the party if the, the support from the industry has influenced its stance on regulations. Mm. And we were given a written um, response saying, look, I just appreciate the support from the industry. Okay. Thank you for looking into that for us. That is our in-depth reporter for Ra Hancock.